Hi, Alex here. A lot of people ask me about why they should recruit re remote salespeople, salespeople working from home from anywhere. They say, well, it's too difficult to police, too difficult to manage the infrastructure. How do you get the buzz in the office if they're not even in the office? They're all good objections and things that actually have to be dealt with, but the reasons for having remotes are overwhelming and there are answers to deal with the problems that it creates. The reasons you really should be looking at remotes are very simple. First of all, you can recruit anywhere in the world, so suddenly, rather than having a limited talent pool, you've got an abundant talent pool to choose from. Not only is that talent pool vast, you've actually got places where you can pick on areas of the world where they've got a reputation for hard work, good telesales techniques, good face-to-face -face techniques, good internet techniques, whatever it is that you needed it for. And they also could be in a very low cost environment, meaning that the cost of living is less, meaning that you can save some money on your payroll and have some reliability there. Some of the problems are really about infrastructure and policing. You have to use technology. Technology, often free, will do this job for you. Now, that's actually quite a big subject and more than what I want to go into on this podcast, but you really got to be looking at remote because I'm focused on profitable salespeople. And as my motives are on profitable salespeople, not salespeople, not the top 10% of high, top billers that everybody looks for, but profitable. Now, when you're looking at profitable, a remote might have to produce a, a lot less of a figure to actually become profitable to you, whether you're paying, however you're paying them. If you're paying them on commission only, then it would be really quite low what, what you'd have to cover to make them profitable. So, you know, you can start recruiting the average salespeople now instead of constantly looking for those top billers. So any questions, please direct message me, LinkedIn, connect with me, whatever you want. I will come back to everybody individually. Thank you. Hi, I hope you're having an absolutely amazing day, whatever you're doing, whatever you're thinking. What I want to talk about in this episode, I want to talk about, well, 12 steps, really, a blueprint plan to how to make sure you only recruit profitable salespeople. Sounds a bit impossible, but we can do it. Companies are doing it. And there's certain techniques, and I've watered it down to 12 clear steps that I want to go through. Uh, but first of all, before we go into that, does even one of the following sound like you and your company? One, I recruit regularly to replace dropouts. Two, I offer a competitive basic salary to attract key staff. Three, interviewing is my main method of selection. Four, I look for experience so that they can hit the floor running. Five, I interview six plus candidates at least before I make an offer. Six, at interview, I look for sales skills, experience, and money motivation more than anything. And seven, I have not got the time to build a social media presence. So, if so, you are not recruiting the way that sales managers, sales managers who attract and secure profitable salespeople are. Profitable salespeople does not necessarily mean just top billers. Even they can give you losses if they do not stay long enough. It just means they are con contributing in sales more than their cost. 
So why don't recruitment agencies tell us this? I wonder why. Perhaps it's because high staff turnover is in their interest. You're probably accepted that salespeople are transient. You expect that for every three you hire, only one will make it, or worse. You start to consider this the norm. Even those that stick are often the average who just deliver enough results to be kept on. Having recruited, trained and coached several thousand people in sales for over 250 companies, we have, and I personally have, a lot of observation experience and analysis of best practice. We know the secrets of how to attract and secure profitable salespeople now. It's proven, it's out there, people are doing it. All is revealed in this guide. The key question you should be asking yourself actually is, how do I recruit and secure profitable salespeople and save considerable time and money whilst achieving it? Isn't that a cool question? Get you focused just where you need to be. Below, we give you the 12 golden steps that if you stick to them, you'll get the same results and be able to grow your business faster. I say below because this is also available on an ebook which you can get from our website. Okay, in summary, I'll give you the 12 golden steps now before we get into details. The first step is build an employment related social media presence. You should really be doing this now, but if you're not, you need to start it. Two, set up a sales office in a low cost area. Three, recruit a remote based team. That's big for, for success moves. We're really pitching that that is going to be a major trend coming up. In fact, it's already a major trend that people are moving out of offices and setting up remote teams. Four, focus on recruiting trainee and junior level new entrants to your business. Six, start new people with a two to three month induction period. And we'll go into what quite I mean by that later. Seven, invite Invite all applicants, job applicants, the same day at the same time. Might sound a bit weird. We'll go into that as well. Eight, ignore the CV and send an automated job description. Nine, have at least three status levels for your new salespeople. Ten, recruit for the culture fit before sales skills. Eleven, test for real money motivation. And twelve, buy bulk advertising and use differing job titles. Okay, there's the 12. Let's start, let's go straight in now into golden step one, build an employment related social media presence. It's very important that you do this. There was a time that everyone looking for a job would Google the company name and see what came up. What often came up was lots of negative material. Customers complaining, angry people who have been rejected for jobs or let go, competitors, People in the main believe everything they read to an alarming degree. Think of the three companies you think are better quality as a customer and Google their company name, followed by the word scam or review, and notice all the bad pages that come up. You can't get away from it, that's just reality. This has led to two things. Firstly, companies invested in reputation management big time, it became quite an industry size, and counteracted all that bad blogging. Secondly, and increasingly, job seekers have gone on to social media such as LinkedIn and Facebook to check out who they will be working for. Yes, they check you out just as much as you check them out. They want to know your personal background, not just your company, and that of other current employees, what posts and articles they produce, all to see if they feel that they can fit into your culture, your environment, and they would be happy working there. 
Yes, even if you're a FTSE 100 company, the personal brand of you, the boss, is absolutely key. The great news for companies not in the FTSE 100 or, or another country, I'm obviously British, though I refer to a British uh, index, is that social media is offering you unlimited exposure, all free, all free real estate. You can now control what job seekers are looking for and reading about you. This is essential first step to recruiting profitable salespeople. Find the time to post online regularly. What is it like to work at your firm? Put in profiles of people working for you now. Job descriptions, videos of what your new vacancy entails, what you do socially. What are you passionate about? What are your plans? Let job seekers see what sort of people you are and more importantly, if you are the sort of company they want to work for and see themselves fitting in. This will really help with golden rule nine later, which we've already slightly covered. So there you have it on the first one. If you've been avoiding it, too much time involved, don't really understand it, get your act together. You've got to be on there with your employment details now to actually set yourself up before you even think of job advertising. Okay, that's great. That's the golden step one over this, this episode over. And I hope you're having an amazing day and I'll see you on episode two. Thank you and goodbye.